0: Yo, 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 I am your host, Rebecca, with First Steps to Sanity, and I will be here each week to give you the foundations, strategies, and witchy ways to help you gain confidence, manage your anxiety, and break the stigma by opening the conversation of mental health. So let's dive right into this week's episode. Hola, and welcome to First Steps to Sanity. All right, so this week we're going to be talking about relationships, more specifically, friendships. Why you may ask? Because you guys keep asking me about it, and I like to give in to you and just do whatever you ask of me. So, not that that's a very healthy thing, I guess, when you phrase it like that. But, anyways, my goal is to serve you. So, I guess it works that way. So, today, friendships, more specifically, toxic friendships. Dun, 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 dun. I think I added too many duns in there. All right. So firstly, just in case you guys needed a reminder, because I already label these episodes as explicit. This is intended for mature audiences, mostly because I cannot stop cursing because I choose not to. So if you don't want your kids to hear curse words, put in headphones. Don't message me later saying that you were surprised by the F bombs. Here's your warning. Anyways, all right, so <laughs> friendships. More specifically, toxic friendships. So, I'm going to kind of riff on this a little bit today uh because I'm horrible about planning things as everybody knows. But I have a lot of information to give you. So, I swear, I'm looking at my watch this time and this you know, 30-minute episode is not going to turn into an hour long, which I guess nobody nobody's ever complained about, so it could, but I always feel guilty because I'm like, it's going to be 30 minutes, and then it's like, JK, it's an hour. So toxic friendships. The first thing we're going to talk about is the fact that you're worthy of whatever friendship you want. If that means that you want a friendship that doesn't get too involved with your life, you can have that. If you want a friendship that you have deep conversations with this person while at random locations, like, I don't know, the library, if you can get away with it at a library. I usually get death cleared if I just sneeze, so. Well, you do you. Or wherever the crap you wanna have these deep conversations, it's not important. So you are worthy of whatever friendship you want. If you start to notice that a friendship has become toxic or one-sided or what it's not fulfilling your needs, basically. You are within your right to end the friendship or acknowledge the issues that you're having with the other person within the friendship or sit and think about it for a while because, you know, you want to make sure you fully understand how you feel And then maybe go talk to them or, again, just abruptly end it. You're within your right to do whatever you want. There are no rules except maybe, like, don't kill somebody. You know, don't break any federal or state laws. Just throwing that out there. But as far as how you end a friendship is, you know, again, as long as you don't kill anybody or, like, I don't know, beat the crap out of them. You're within your right to end it how you feel is necessary. So, if that means that... You have a friendship where the person is basically using you for what you can give them. You can just ghost them. You don't have to talk to them. It's up to you. If you want to tell them, like, hey, you're an asshole, so I'm not talking to you anymore. That's fine. You can send them a long worded message and then block them on Messenger. I don't really care. It's your life. So, But you're within your right to do however you want to do it in whatever way that you want to do it. And gasp. Oh my God, you can do more? Yes, yes, you can. You can do more. It's crazy. I know. You can actually have a conversation with them. But the problem is, is that, especially in my experience, anytime I've ever, and this is a limiting belief of my own. So you guys take it how you want to, does not have to be a belief for you. But anytime I go and open up to somebody that's already toxic, I feel like they don't take it the way it's intended and it turns the relationship more toxic. So, I'm sure if there are some people that listen to this that have known me for a while are probably like, wait a second. Yes. If the shoe fits, just kidding. Nobody that doesn't like me probably is not listening to this. I've got like a big ego here, but you know, 10 years from now when I'm super famous, they're going to come back to this podcast and go, Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) I think that was about me. Probably not again. Big ego. Anyways. So (laughs) you can end it how you see fit. Or you can try to work it out. It's up to you. I personally have always been the person that even though I have that belief, I try to work it out because I don't want anybody ever coming back to me saying that, if only you would have told me, I would have understood. If only you would have told me, we could have fixed it. If only you would have told me, I could have changed. I don't like to have that coming back at me later. So I always go to the person and I'm like, yo, this is what I got an issue with. This is why I think this issue is happening. 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 This is what I want to happen to fix it. Are you down or are you not? If you're not, that's cool. We just don't have to be friends. But if you're down, we can still be friends. This is what I need to see. So me and um, this can actually work in relationships. And I know I said I wasn't going to talk about relationships, but just kidding. I lied. Uh, me and Justin years ago broke up. And we both had issues with the other one. So we both sat down and talked about it before we got back together. I mean, we we broke up, but I guess it doesn't really count because only like 12 hours. Cause I'm I'm weak. Don't tell him I said that. He's too damn cute. And that booty. Anyways, uh I'm gonna get yelled at if he listens to <laughs> that. He's gonna be like, what the fuck did you say on there? Um So I went to him and I was like, look, this is what I need. You need to do these things if you would like to stay in a relationship with me. And it wasn't like an ultimatum energy. It was like a, hey, you've expressed the fact that you want to work on this. This is what I need from you to be able to work on this. Is this doable? And he'll go either yes, no, I can do these items. This one seems a bit extreme. I can try on this one, but no promises, et cetera, et cetera. We worked out a whole plan of how it would work out. And he did the same for me. He's like, yo, you can't be doing this shit. It's annoying. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess I understand. But I can still hit you, right? JK, I don't hit my husband, fiance, whatever he is. Anyways, um, and we worked through that, and then we stayed together. But it was because of open communication. So again, I'm a firm believer in open communication. I'm a very blunt person. You guys follow me on any kind of social media. You know... I'm going to call you out on your shit. <laughs> My coaching clients are just sitting there shaking their head like, "Yep." I get abused on the daily. Just kidding. Kind of. Not really. Depends on what you consider abuse. Anyways. Uh, so if you're not open and honest, you can't be mad at that person not knowing. We're not mind readers. We're not mystical beings of the universe or Jesus or Allah or whoever the crap you believe in. We need communication. Gasp. I know. It's crazy. Anyways. So I always like to go to somebody and I don't like to do this immediate. Like like when somebody upsets me, I do not go to them immediately, typically, because I know myself and I know that I can be an overdramatic bitch. All right. I will just go off the handle over the most random of thing. And what I think I'm upset about, I'm usually not upset about. So then I end up looking stupid later when I'm like, Hey, I know I said I was mad because you like breathe next to me, but I swear I'm fine with you breathing. It's just this other thing. So what I do is I write letters. Why? That's weird. We're not in 1920s. I know, but I write letters because I feel like people can reread them. They can have that initial, like, fuck this bitch, she's crazy, and then they'll reread it, and then they'll go, well... And then they'll reread it again, and then they'll go, okay, I can kind of see where she's coming from. And they can kind of sit there and marinate in it. And there's some people that take it, and they just stay in this inner child funk, and they scream at the world for the next month, saying, this bitch doesn't know what she's talking about. She ruined my life because she expressed her feelings, And she's horrible because she expressed her feelings and blame, 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 blame. It's just this horrible blame story and the other person stays in their victim mindset and they're like, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm a perfect goddamn goddess. This bitch don't even know. I am perfection on top of a cupcake or whatever your favorite dessert is. I don't know. Fair warning. Everybody is imperfect just throwing that out there. So, and I've done that too. So that's exactly how I know the mindset. Cause I remember back in the day, somebody would tell me I did something funky and I'd be like, excuse me, pulling out my inner Karen. Can I speak to your manager? What? We're friends. I don't work here. Anyways. So They will have that, I mean, that's really worst case scenario right there. (laughs) It could get worse than that. I'm not going to lie to you. Like people can go cray cray, but my worst case scenario is that, and you know what you do? you walk away. You just walk away. Okay. If that's how you feel, that's okay. You're entitled to your opinion. Um, I'm expressing to you how I feel. You take it how you feel is necessary and I'm going to move on with my life because this is basically showing me your true colors and it's telling me that I can do better. So peace out. Love you always. Wish you the best. Deuces. I'm out. And you move on with your life. And now you know, okay, I don't like it when friends do these things. So my next friend will not have these things. They will not do these things. And if they do, I'm going to set boundaries straight up in the beginning. Because a lot of the time. Relationships get in this funky place because we don't set our boundaries and stick to them. So now you know these things. And it helps too because you might not think that it will annoy you. For example, maybe somebody's constantly coming to you for advice, but when you need them, the action's not reciprocated. You might be that person that loves to give other people advice, like loves, loves, loves to get, give like thousands of years every second of every day. You love giving advice. And that's okay. That's awesome. You should be a coach. That's what I am. Anyways. Or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I feel weird calling it a coach because I feel like some people are like, she works for Beachbody? And I'm like, no, it's not the same thing. (laughs) So whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Now I'm stumped on that. (laughs) You can still love to give them advice, but every now and then you might need them to hold space for you. So when they don't hold space for you, you feel like they don't give a fuck about you. And it's like, okay, well, I'm I'm inputting all this energy into caring and loving you, but the rare times you have to show up for me, you refuse. Why is that? So is this relationship one-sided? And you can realize because in the beginning in the beginning of the relationship you might have been cool with that but you can start to realize that if i really want a friendship like a true friendship that's not okay so if somebody's going to ask me advice all the time they have to give it back now you might have let this friendship relationship whatever you want to call it go on for years and then you realize that that's not fulfilling you that's not completing you that's not the kind of relationship you want to have So then you come back to it and you're like, okay, my next friendship, it's going to be a two-way street. I'm going to give advice and she's going to give advice. And if I give more advice this month, whatever. And if she gives more advice the next month, whatever, it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, when the other one needs that friend, they're going to be there. It's going to be a real friendship. And you know what? People are going to go through, play, and th- this is this is not not the same thing as like, You know what? We're going to use an example from my past. Well, my dad committed suicide. You think I gave a crap about anybody else's problems? Hell no. I was in my mindset. I was in a victim place. First off, I was 18. I was just out of high school. And if anybody's ever gone to high school, uh haha, then you know (laughs) you're a victim all through high school. You just sit there and you're like, my life is horrible. My parents suck. I have hormones. I don't know what these things on my chest are. Are they boobs or are they like speed bumps? My mom calls them different things. I have no idea what's going on in my life right now. And then you get older and you're like, damn, I was annoying. No wonder I didn't have many friends. (laughs) And to the people that actually have friends that they kept through high school, you are a different breed. But anyways, moving on. You, I was 18. I was in this victim, victim, victim mindset. So when I had friends that needed me, I didn't have space to give them because I was in my own mind. And I'm talking like weeks. I'm not talking years. I'm talking weeks after. And that's okay. That's okay. You just went through a traumatic loss. Now, when I was still doing this like a year later, it's like, okay, bitch, chill the fuck out. Like, you're going to have bad days, but you need to get over it kind of a thing. And it just seemed like I kept manifesting all these worse things from happening to me. My dad died. I totaled my car. I hurt my back. I dated this piece of shit dude. And I just kept adding more ammo to the I'm a victim fire. And you will do that. And you need that friend that's going to come to you, slap you across the face and go, chill the fuck out, bitch. It ain't that bad. And even looking back at that hard time in my life, I can pull out good scenarios. That's when I got Kara. She's so cute. She's actually sleeping next to me today is her ninth birthday you guys are going to be watching this in like a few days so she'll be older than nine she'll be like nine in a couple days but still so wish her a happy birthday she's so cute she got groomed this weekend none of this is relevant but i'm telling you anyways my dog's part of my brand guys (laughs) so you can be in this shitty ass space you can be in this funky victim mindset but you gotta get out of it you can't stay there forever So if somebody's treating you like this for years and years and years, then no, that's not the same thing. But if somebody's having a bad week and you're like, well, I'm having a bad week too. Okay. Like, honestly, my advice in that case is just to walk away from each other for a little bit or maybe do what like me and my best friend do where it's like, all right, you vent for the first five minutes. I vent for the second five minutes. And then we do something stupid the last five minutes because we only got 15 minutes to talk. and it works, but it's all about compromise. It's all about trying to be there for your friend. And it's also all about recognizing when you need to ask for help and recognizing that you deserve to ask for help and have those people that are going to support you. Because I feel like the majority of us like to sit here on the sidelines and be the kind of person that just helps and helps and helps and helps. And that's great. That's awesome. But you deserve to be helped too. Now, this episode has no organization. (laughs) It has... It's just a giant clusterfuck of a rant. but (laughs) It's all legitimate information, so just listen to it. If you need to, listen to it in your car when you're driving and then come home and listen to it while you're doing the dishes or, I don't know, cooking dinner or existing on your couch, whatever it is that you do when you come home. Now, if you are the kind of person that you do not like to communicate. Or maybe you've communicated this with the person like a million times before and they're not responding. They say they'll change, they say they'll do things differently and nothing changes. Step two, ditch they ass. Look, I am not the person to ask how you keep a friendship for 20 years, I would not know. I have dumped friends consistently, continuously. I have moved forward. And not for stupid reasons, like I dump friends because they don't show up for me the way that I need to be showed up for. I dump friends because I express that, hey, it hurts me when you do this and they go fuck off, I'm doing it anyways. I dump friends because I realize that I've outgrown them. And when I start talking about personal development, they sit there and they make fun of me for it. And I'm like, "Uh, no, I don't want that energy in my space. Basically, I dump friends because I wake up and I realize that their energy is polluting my life and I don't want that anymore. So I move the fuck away. Now, it's harsh, it's blunt, it's direct, but it's real and it's transparent and it's honest. And I've got amazing friends in my life, but I have the firm belief that people are in your life for a season. There's some that are meant to live your life with you, But at some point you will separate, whether it's because you move forward from that relationship because it no longer fulfills you, or I don't know, they get hit by a bus while they're walking across the street or something. Who knows? (laughs) Or maybe I'm the one, I'm hoping I'm the one that'll die. I hate losing people, but anyways, it's the truth. So I am here to learn from you, to live with you, to experience life with you for however long that is. And then when it's time to end, it's time to end. I might not be the person that you need for the next phase of your life. You might not be the person I need for the next phase of my life. No hard feelings. There's a person that I was deeply close with through the end of high school, through like probably like five or six years after high school. And we had a falling out and we stopped talking to each other for years, 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 years. And I woke up one day and re- I understood finally what she had been saying because she was like a few years older than me. And I looked around and I was in the exact same place as she was in her life when we stopped being friends. And I finally got her side and I messaged her and I said, you know, it sounds stupid because I haven't talked to you in like three years, but I get it. I get it now. I didn't before and I was angry, but I get it now. And we're not best friends forever, but we hang out. We do things. We're cool. It probably won't ever be the same as it once was, but it's not supposed to be the same as it once was. That was something that I needed to get me through a hard time in my life, and she needed to get her through a hard time in her life. I think it was like 10 years, actually. Now I'm thinking about Damn, it was a lot longer than I gave it credit for. Okay. No, I think it was like seven or eight years I don't know. It was a while. <laughs> and she um, she's now grown up, has a husband, has kids. I've got Justin. I don't know if you can call him a husband. I'm just kidding. We're not married yet. October. Uh, and we're in similar spots in our life now. So it makes sense that we would kind of gravitate back towards each other. And already, I think it's been a couple years, and she's learned from me, and I've learned from her. And there might be a time where we just drift back apart. Maybe we'll come back together later like we did, or maybe we don't. I don't know. All I know is that I have another belief that the people that are meant to be in my life, the support that I'm meant to have, will surround me regardless of the friendships that end, or the friendships that stay. I also believe, and I've always believed this, and it's, I grew up, as you guys know, for the most part, in a funky childhood. But there was something that my mom said growing up that always stuck with me. And whether she just said it to get me to shut up after a breakup, I have no idea. But (laughs) it created this rule in my head. And it is, if you go out, And a relationship ends, it's because you're going to get one 10 times better than that previous one. And it may not make sense to you now, but if you go back out and you learn from the previous relationship that you just had, you will go back out and get somebody better. Now, if you go back out and you just grab the first person and say, you're mine now, no, it's not going to work that way. You have to put in an effort. And every time a relationship ended, or and that's that I think she said it. For, no, she said it for romantic relationships, so like boyfriends and shit. Um, but I took it for all, every relationship. So friendships, boyfriends, girlfriends, what have you. Anytime they would end, I'm like, all right, good. It's because somebody's better is out there. Now, granted, with boyfriends, as bad as it sounds, I was always the one doing the ending. I was like, mm, you expressed feelings for me, so I'm sorry, but I can't have that, so I'm out. Yes, to the people that are listening right now that are like, damn, she's a bitch. Yeah, no, I was. I was bad. I had issues. I did not feel I was worthy of that kind of relationship, but anyways... Another episode, another time. So I always believed that there was something that was made for me, that meant more for me. And I don't know when I was going to find it. I just figured I'd keep chilling, doing my thing, learning. And when I found it, I found it. And it was funny because initially like when relationships would end, I'd be really upset about it. But usually within an hour, I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm good. And everyone's like, What? Like you guys were you guys were engaged. You guys were together for like eight years. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I know. And you're fine. Yeah. And they just sit there and wait. They're like, all right, this bitch is gonna go crazy in like the next week or month. And I'd be fine. I'd move on. And it wasn't because I was like pushing anything down. It's because I had that belief. Okay, all right, I grieved. I moved on. I let, That was like the only time I really sat down and let myself feel anything was when relationships end. And then I moved the fuck on. <laughs> and I told the majority of the people I was friends with in high school, hey, we're not going to talk after graduation, just a heads up. And they look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, look, you guys aren't really like going to go with me into the next phase. I already know this. And I was okay with it. I just left behind everybody because that's I had a deep feeling that's, that, that's what it was supposed to be. That we were only supposed to see each other through high school because high school sucks. You need to create those beliefs if you choose. That you're worthy of whatever relationship you want. And if a relationship ends, it doesn't mean you're doomed. It means there's something better out there for you. And that's for romantic, friendship. What have you, there is something better out there for you. You have to learn what you learned from people, grow up, move forward. And it's anxious feeling when you leave somebody, it really is. It fills you with anxiety. You're like, oh my God, am I going to be alone? Is this, is this how I go? Like, am I going to die? And like all these other people have all these kids around them and I'm just like, "Mm, no, not for me. No, (laughs) you will have people, you will have support. You will have everything you need. Release those fears. Remember guys, fear is false evidence appearing real. I learned that from Gabby Bernstein. I don't know where she got it from. It was either hers or she got it from somebody else. I have no idea, but it is false evidence appearing real. It's not real. It's appearing real. You can have everything you want and more. You're worthy of being loved. So I'm treading deeply into over 30 minutes. So I'm going to let you guys go, but I just want to remind you that you are worthy of everything you want in relationships and so much more. And if a relationship is no longer fulfilling you, it's okay to say goodbye. And it's okay to express it to them first if you want. It's okay for you to try to save the relationship if you choose, but if they're not understanding or they're turning you into this villain and they're this horrid victim, walk away. It's hard. It's scary. It's uncomfortable, but it's for the best and you're going to live a better life. I promise you, walk away away from anything that does not serve you. Except vegetables. Sorry, but you have to eat those. Anyways. All right, guys. I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Make good choices. Wear a mask. And that's it. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. For more bomb ass content, follow me on Instagram at First Steps to Sanity or leave me a review and let me know what your favorite part was. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye.